Uh, time now to introduce the CEO of uh, Taz Racing, who hasn't been in the job that long, but he'd be very happy with how this summer carnival is going. I speak of uh, Andrew Jenkins, uh, who joins us. How are you, Andrew? G'day, Michael. Matty, uh, going great, thank you. It's hard not to uh, be up and about, isn't it? I mean, look at the, the weather that Launceston has turned on. The track's presented a treat. The whole venue is, uh, has come up um, just superb. So very, very happy, and it's been a great um, summer racing festival already, and we'll cap it off today. What struck you the most um, since you've taken on the role as CEO of, of Tez Racing about the racing community? The fact that it very much is that. Michael, in, in Tassie, we are a relatively small state. We're a tri-code principal racing uh, authority, so uh, we all do need to, to work together. So a lot of the work and focus that myself and my team have been putting in is to make sure that we've got as constructive um, and forward-thinking working relationships as we possibly can with all of our stakeholders. And right at the top of the list there, Michael, is our participants because, uh, as I'm often uh, reminding people, they're the ones that put on the show along with our beautiful racing animals. So, you know, our job's to make their um, their industry as uh, as positive and, and as safe as it, as it can be for all concerned. And you mentioned the, the racing community and uh, that sort of tight sense of community was has been illustrated through the uh, support for the uh, uh, the Ben Yole staff members who and this, and this there's another story here too about um, late finishing times for certain races there's a lot of controversy in harness racing in mm. Victoria about say Mildura finishing at 11 o'clock at night and people being on the road at one o'clock in the morning and so on so the Ben Yole um, staff members the flipped over of the vehicle at two o'clock in the morning coming back from the races and injuries and so on and uh, our great mate uh, Craig Newitt uh, uh, was uh, instrumental in the creation of a GoFundMe page uh, to help out the uh, the injured staff members. Uh, so it's great to see that that, that that blanket of community has has supported uh, those staff members at this time. What's the, what's the update with that situation? Yeah, very much so, Maddie. Uh, and you're right, Froggy was terrific in um, in setting up the GoFundMe page, and it's it's still uh, up and active. So uh, we'd really welcome everyone to support um, young Cody Blake, Lily Bronte, and and Marie, and I'm uh, pleased to provide an update that all five are now released from hospital. Mm. There are some um, permanent injuries that they'll be managing, but um, as you say, Matt, um, across the codes, the entire racing community just got around them. So, um, yeah, w again, encourage people to head to GoFundMe. You can search up Tassie Young Guns and um, show your support um, financially as well. Fantastic. Hey, stay there. David Perez has just joined us. Uh, he's a fascinating story. He used to play footy at Coldstream in Victoria. He's... He was identified. <laughs> He's going to tell us a story. So there's a funny little story about um, uh, the father of one of the players at Coldstream, and that started this journey for David Perez that now has him as the jockey of the champion today. Uh, Davey, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks. Uh, good to be here. You look like a nuggety half forward, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty solid, aren't I? <laughs> the Warwick Farms are quite impressive, they are, aren't they, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, So tell us, uh, I, I'm unaware of this story. So what all transpired from playing footy. Yeah, so I was, I was the smallest football player on my team, uh, Colstrom Cougars, and um, the Ruckman's dad got me, um, said to me, geez, you're pretty short. Uh, have you thought about what you're going to do with your, with your career and, when and, you And finish? the Ruckman's dad was a jockey. Yeah, I think he was, yeah. Um, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> that yeah. sound right, does <laughs> it? Shout out to Sean Murphy and them. And, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he, I, was, I was sort of sick of school at the time. I was uh, 15, 16, and I was only like 42 kilos, and... Um, he sort of put me on the path to uh, become a become a jockey, and yeah, like I was I was absolutely petrified of horses as a as a child. My um my brother had a pony, and he used to bring it home, and I used to hide under the bed. So 
I don't know how I managed to. <laughs> you could hide under the and find the inevitable under there with you, couldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, he's, he's only tiny too. But uh, yeah, that's how it basically started. And um, I was lucky enough to get a, a, an apprenticeship with John Sailor at Flemington. Um, that's what sort of kicked it off. Unbelievable. And, and here you are today, the number one jockey in, in Tasmania and the number one horse, the inevitable. Um, what's it like riding the inevitable? Yeah, well. Um, like I said, this is uh, this this is the first season that I was able to ride him. Um, obviously, I fell off in 2018 when he sort of started his career, and I was out for two years with my hip injury. Um, but yeah, it, it's incredible. Um, I've never ridden a horse quite like this, uh, and I probably never will again. His his turn of foot, his last 400, is just sensational, and um, yeah, he's a real little superstar. He's an escape artist too. Like um, halfway through that race in uh, Hobart, we're thinking, oh, no, not today, and then all of a sudden, bang and that's a sign of a great horse, isn't it? That they can, that they can do that. And everyone talks about him being a little mouse of a horse, but when he walks into the mounting yard, I've never seen a prouder horse and a more aware horse. Like it's almost like he knows he's the inevitable. He, he's quite a deceptive horse in some ways, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Um, you know, Tegan Key just rides him his track work at home, and he's real cheeky. But when he comes to the races, he's just a real professional, and he knows he's the real deal. And um, for a little horse, he's got an exceptional stride on him. And when he really does let down, he, you, you get that feel. And um, he covers so much ground for a little horse. How excited are you about an all-star mile? Yeah, uh, pretty nervous, actually. Um, Pay I know for a mortgage or two. Yeah, <laughs> definitely will. But, um, you know, he's, he's up there in the votes at the moment. I think mm. he's sitting seventh, and uh, we need everybody to vote for him. And I think the blackout's in three days. So that'll be a little bit nervous for, for Scotty, no doubt. But um, I think he's going really good in the votes, and uh, it'll be an amazing to be able to be in that race. Just before we get the final word on him today and, and maybe the best of your other rides, Andrew, just from an administrative point of view, when you get a... Sometimes you get something lands in your lap and that's the inevitable and the story in the All-Star Mile. How, from your point of view, how big... And that the campaign has been amazing with the kids in the videos and all that. How important for Tassie racing and Tasmania has this little horse been? Yeah, you've got to take advantage of those uh, opportunities when they arise, Maddie. And, of course, there's a great history uh, already um, for Tassie in the All-Star Mile with Mystic Journey winning the inaugural one at um, Flemington in, in 2019 for Adam. And then we had still a star go around at the Valley. I think it was uh, heavy 20 there that day for Monica and Bill. And, and now it's wonderful to have, a hopefully, a third representative in, um, in the inevitable. And it does get people around um, racing and it brings new people to racing which is particularly um, important um, and Dave's been wonderful very generous with uh, with his time and helping us promote as well so yeah, it's terrific do you, do you get a bit of that down walking down the street people go hello uh, <laughs> not, 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 not yet but uh, that could change quite quickly um, you know I, I sort of try to keep to myself I'm not a outdoorsy person um, you know I do my work and I come home and basically that's it yeah, yeah. outside of the inevitable um, gee Peter Staples was giving a very big push for travelling gigolo in the Launceston Cup yeah, look, um, I've always had had high opinions of this horse um, in, in early days and um, I said to the owners, I think we really should set him up for the Hobart Launceston Cup and when you see him, there's the same thing, he's not much of him, he's, he's quite narrow and um, but he's, 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 he's a dead set stayer and he's got a good turn of foot um, in the finish and um, I think uh, he's got a very good chance today. The winner of the race um, is up, at, up two and a half kilos to 56 and a half and we stay at 54, so... Hopefully I can get a nice run, sit in midfield, and um, when I ask him to go, hopefully he can finish off and uh, run over the top of him. We better let you go because you are riding in the first. Uh, just before you do, uh, Froggy sort of half tipped us his in the first, then I backed it. You're going to ride in the first. You're not going to upset the apple cart, are you? <laughs> Look, I don't think so. I think the horse is quite nice. Um, he's obviously drawn a wide gate. Um, he's, he's very new to the game, and this is going to be a sort of a learning experience for him, and uh, I think you'll see him 
better on down the track, um, he, he'll, he'll perform better later on. Do you like Lalo Pluck today, race six? I really do. Um, he's dropping from 58.5 to 54. It was a very good run in the weight for age behind uh, Rebel Factor uh, and only beaten a length. And um, I really think he's a good chance, even though he's drawn a wide gate. If I, just, if I sit three wide with cover, hopefully he can peel out around him and um, show that explosive finish that he has been showing. He's the Fred Astaire to the Ginger Rogers today, or the Ginger Rogers to the Fred Astaire today, depending on which one, but uh, you're a superstar combination, you and the, the little champ, and I reckon you're kind of looking forward to hopefully winning and then that feeling when you come back in the crowd, because the crowd's just amazing with this horse, so that vibe is going to be massive today, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, it was it was massive down at Hobart when he won, and uh, I'm sure it'll be the same here. I know there's a lot of Tasmanians following this little horse, and um, hopefully they can continue to do it, and then you can show them what he can do again today. Dave, best of luck. We'll be cheering. Good on you guys. Thanks, Thanks very much. Cheers. Dave Perez joining us there. We've also got Andrew Jenkins, the CEO uh, of Taz Racing here. Um, we've got a, a Greyhound race coming up in about four minutes. So, um, Andrew, just the, the future. What's your goal now as the loss of Taz Racing? Where do you want to take it? Well, look, there are a number of things that we're going to work on, um, Michael, and uh, what's going to be really important for us is, as I've mentioned earlier, constructive working relationships with our stakeholders uh, and our participants, and uh, in particular, what I'd really like to be doing is bringing the next generation of um, participant, owner, uh, and racing fan to the industry. Uh, look, not easy things to achieve, but uh, we do need to be thinking 20 and 50 years out, so uh, for myself and my senior leadership team, we'll be putting in place some strategies to try and tap into um, new markets of, of people across all of those those cohorts, and that's really going to set us up for uh, success, in my view. No doubt about that. Uh, mate, enjoy the day today. Have you got a tip in the cup? Look, I'm uh, I'm actually with you. I, I think um, Davey's right in travelling gigolo, um, as he said, sticks at the 54. Um, if we can get out and, and get motoring early, uh, I think is every chance at reasonable odds. Well, give it Beautiful. strength. There's a, there's a few tips we've been gathering throughout the day, Matty. So, um, you are and... a tip scavenger, aren't you? <laughs> we, we, we're trying to help out the listeners, uh, Matty. That's what we do. Uh, Andrew, enjoy the afternoon. Pleasure. Thanks, folks. Good on you, mate. Andrew Jenkins, the boss of Taz Racing.